This is a Concealed Carry Podcast, episode number 468. And we welcome you to this final Concealed Carry Podcast episode, at least for the year 2020. <laughs> Or, the, or it's really one of the first ones of 2021, depending on when you're listening to this. Well, it is the last one as of the time of recording. Yes. Uh, true. This will publish uh, the first week of January on the podcast feed. Uh, we do have some of you watching and viewing it live with us right now on this fine December snowy day here. In, well, in my undisclosed secret location. <laughs> which is not in your normal location it's just kind no, of point it is not uh, so excited to have jacob with me on this second episode we're, that we're doing here today i uh, just got done with matthew a little bit ago talking about dry fire and how to use a shot timer at least a few techniques for that uh so if you missed episode 467 you want to enhance your dry fire you might go give that a listen today jacob and i are going to be talking about the year 2020 in review. Looking back this uh, past year, uh, looking at uh, successes, also challenges, uh, and overall some accomplishments that uh, we are pleased uh, to, have, to have been a part of. And you know what? Much of it would not be possible without many of you that are listening or viewing this program today. And so for that, we thank you. And we hope everyone had a wonderful, just marvelous Christmas and a happy new year. Uh, and uh, we look forward to 2021 and hopefully big things coming, whoever you are, wherever you may be. And I'll tell you this much from ConcealedCarry.com and the Concealed Carry podcast, big stuff coming to coming in 2021. So super excited. And Jacob just told us before we kicked off the recording of the audio part of the show, that he's not holding back. He's letting loose all the secrets. He's even got me curious. <laughs> so, yeah, here we go. But first, today's episode sponsored brought to you by CCW Safe. We are proud partners alongside with CCW Safe. In fact, that we're proud partners along with them. And one of those things we'll be previewing for 2021. Got a big something coming here. Uh, and then this next year that uh, CCW Safe is also a part of, guys. For I'm convinced the best self defense coverage out there in the market, you want to sign up for CCW Safe. I'm a proud member of CCW Safe, and we're proud to have them as a sponsor of the podcast. Uh, guys, you want to check them out and learn more? You go on over to CCWSafe.com and do that. All right. Uh, what I could tell you, and Jacob and I, you know, we just saw them, uh, it feels like just a few weeks ago. I guess it's probably been a month yeah. or, or, or so. But, uh, you know, we sat right down across the table with uh, the top, you know, the, the founders of the company uh, talking uh, talking business. And uh, the, the thing that just continually impresses me is that they genuinely care and understand uh, the, the position that they're in as a company that's going to have your back. If you need to rely upon their services and their coverage in the event you got to pull the trigger or pull your gun in a self-defense situation. So ccwsafe.com. That's what that's that's the sponsor today. So um, plus we'll be dropping some things as well. Like as Jacob mentioned, there's some some cool stuff coming. Uh, so stay tuned for more links from us as we go through this episode today, since I don't know what. When when uh, Jacob wants to drop some of the big bombs, well, I think we have to make people listen to the boring recap of 2020 before we give them cool new awesomeness for 2021. Well, it's the, it's the way of life, right? We got to yeah. review 2020 and then preview 2021. So stay tuned. The, yeah, the ghost of Christmas past always shows up before the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah, that's right. But although the the ghost of Christmas present is my favorite. Like that jolly giant of a man. Yes, he loves all it. He, he yes, food, 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 and uh, and plus he's just funny. <laughs> yes, come in and know me better, man. <laughs> all right, so Jacob, where do we start? I mean, a year ago, 
where did we find ourselves as a company? So a year ago, uh, my goodness. So let's start about probably the, the probably the most important thing we did this year, and that is be the growth of the uh, employees here at the business. So we are employing more awesome Americans than we did a year ago. A year ago today, we had nine employees, including your, yourself and me. So the two of us plus seven others. And today we have 13. So we've added four new people uh, in the last uh, 12 months. And that's a pretty big deal. And basically, all those people basically are part of our customer service and fulfillment operation. So that's a pretty big deal. Uh, we really trying to... You know, take the the resources we have and allocate them toward a better customer experience, which means getting orders out faster and being able to reply to customers faster and answer more phone calls. Um, now we're a small business, so nine to thirteen. Thirteen is not a not a not a big number of employees, but for us, that's forty four percent growth. Uh, it's a lot, man. You know, it, <laughs> for yes, you're exactly right. For a small company like ours is. Uh, that has been a remarkable thing in spite of all the challenges 2020 has thrown our way and everybody's way. Uh, you know, there was, uh, there was a time, you know, particularly in the beginning days of COVID-19, as that was starting to become the focus of everybody's lives this year, where if you'd asked if we were going to hire a new employee at all this year, I would have been like, nope, ain't happening. Like things are looking sketchy, you know, like who knows? Like, honestly, you think if you think about where we were in March and April and May of this year, it was like, uh, what's going to happen? You know, there was a lot of unknowns. Well, in 2018, 2018 and 2019, I will, without giving any details, tell you that they were not kind to our business. Uh, in fact, we took a step back. We at one point had 10 employees and we reduced that number down to nine uh, toward the end of 2019. So we had we had some pretty rough times there. And 2020 started out strong and we really thought we dialed in some things and we were going to be okay as a company and life was good. And then, yeah, COVID hit and it's like, oh, suck. Is this going to be good or bad? And it turned out to be okay would be the really short answer for us. You know, we don't sell guns and ammo. I'm sure if we were purveyors of of, uh, of guns and, and ammunition, we would have had a really fantastic year if we, you know, especially if we we're manufacturers. But as it were, we neither sell or manufacture guns or ammo. So for us, it ended up being okay. But yeah, we we had a couple, about a month there of like, oh crap, this could be really bad. <laughs> yep. No, that's that's exactly right. I mean, you said you you were going to lay bare of like hold no nothing back, Jacob. I mean, I'll be honest. You and I had a conversation in uh, what was that? middle of April. And like, we were seriously concerned about whether we we're going to be able to keep everybody employed. Yeah. yeah we were business. talking, you know, who, if we have to lay people off, who goes first, you know, we had that conversation this year. Yeah. Yeah. So this a scary time. And then, you know, look, looking forward a couple of months and next thing you know, we were, we were talking about hiring more people. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not because, I mean, like we, we had a need, uh, but obviously it was about sales and revenue and whether the money is there to be able to, support additional payroll of more employees. And, and even at one point it was like, we're going to hire one more dude. And then we decided to hire two more dudes and could have yeah. been dudettes too. Let's be clear. We, we don't, we don't, you know, uh, discriminate based on sex, but yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, it's true. That was like, we had, we brought in all these people for this, for an interview, for an open position. And we're like, man, we really like both of these. Like, how do we choose between them? Like, I got an idea. Let's hire both. <laughs> yeah, that was, and you know what? That was a, that was a fantastic decision because at the end of the day, yeah. If I'm telling all, the truth is, I cannot do what needs to be done as a business owner if I'm worried about whether or not we're getting back to customers and shipping their orders. Mm -hmm. um, that is that is debilitating to to growing the business and and or maintaining the business for that matter. So yeah, those were good decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we expanded the team. Uh, we are much more on top of it with respect to uh, customer support tickets that come in, emails, messages through our social media pages and, and accounts, uh, phone calls, phone messages, uh, all of that. And also with the shipping side of things. And that's one thing. Like a year ago, we had like one guy, you know, shipping stuff. And, and, and 
yeah, like it was not as ideal as we would have liked it to be. And now there's two full-time guys in the warehouse shipping packages every day. Yeah. And they get a lot of help from other members of our team too, where possible. But uh, yeah, I'm no longer driving down to the warehouse every day to ship orders. So that's fantastic. (laughs) That's exactly right. Uh, You especially and myself even pitching in uh, on the shipping side of things. And so, yeah, that is uh, the first major big success for 2020 is that uh, uh, through, you know, even the uncertainty of what the economy was going to do. And it's been a tough economy for many folks. And depending on the industry that you're in, I mean, oil and gas has really been hit hard. Some manufacturing has been hit hard. I mean, COVID-19 restrictions placed on businesses, uh, limiting their their ability to continue to output and uh, uh, you know keep things moving forward and employ people, and yet uh, we managed to bring in and expand our team. And I'll tell you, the guys we've got are some of the finest that I can imagine. Like we're thrilled to have the 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 team that we have, uh, the guys we have supporting the company operations on a daily basis are are awesome. Everybody gets along with each other. There's a great rapport. Um, you know, and they, they, they even have fun in the office and warehouse, probably more so than what, uh, than, uh, what Jacob would, <laughs> Jacob is all about like work. work, work why why are we having fun? Like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> don't, don't let, do no one let our team members hear this podcast because the truth is like, I have to hold my tongue every time I'm in there. <laughs> I have to remind myself that not everyone's a robot like me and they, they need to have job satisfaction. But uh, anyway, yeah, they, they yeah. do like their jobs. Yeah. I love seeing it. I love, cause like what, what I see when I walk in uh, the back of that warehouse, uh, cause I usually come in the back entrance is I see smiling faces and that's awesome. It's awesome to see uh, guys happy and working Um Contrast that with, uh, again, about a year earlier, uh, particularly when, boy, poor Sam was, like, trying to do so much by himself even. (laughs) Yeah, no fun. (laughs) So, yeah, all right. Huge win for 2020. What's next? Well, a part of that, and uh, I think this just – is a brief mention, but we did have to expand our physical footprint as well. So our, uh, we have a lot of employees who work from home, which really helped us during COVID, frankly. But uh, for those who do need to come into a physical space, we doubled our office slash warehouse space. And that helped in a, in a number of ways. I mean, among other things, we were able to move our video studio from the basement of my house into the new office space. We were able to expand our storage for products and you know those kinds of things. And as part of that, also, Can we, not uh, we were able. Right now? Thank you. We were also able to uh, expand and set ourselves up for some future manufacturing things. So uh, we have a lot of plans relative to making products, and so you know, having that extra space is going to allow us to grow and achieve some of the goals we have. Yeah, uh, that that. Yeah, that was huge as well. Uh, and, and you know what? The right opportunities kind of fell in our lap when you know we we want when where we basically needed them to 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 do so uh as far as we had a neighbor a tenant you know next to us and they vacated and it was like perfect we're taking that that neighboring space and cutting holes through walls and expanding uh everything so now we've got that dedicated uh classroom space it also mm-hmm. doubles as the as a student uh, video studio uh, that we're still getting up and going. Although uh, as people may have noticed in the last week or so, you're starting to see that actually happen. And uh, we are in much better shape to expand the warehouse operations and, and manufacturing as well. I mean, I'm, I'm holding one of our manufactured products right here, the range tech Bluetooth shot timer uh, that, and, and other things uh, that are going and happening perhaps uh, it's nice to have that space and not have also like have a CNC machine that's cutting plastic cases right next to, you know, where we're trying to fulfill ship- shipping shipments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Orders. Uh-huh. So super, super cool. Another big win for 2020. Um, 
let's see. Well, how about this? You know, what is about about a year, probably more than a year ago, we released the, uh, what was it, like August or July of 2019, we released the Legal Boundaries by State book. Yeah, so May 2019, E-Edition, e and then August was the, well, wait a minute, that was that might have been 2018. It's been that long. I mean, you know, the thing is, yeah, time flies, right? 2018. So the first physical shipped edition of that book was August 2018. Yeah, okay, got it, got it. Um, and and uh, so, you know, the thing is, we, we still self-publish and uh, print and ship. Well, we don't actually print it in our warehouse, but, uh, but it's a self-published book. And uh, we have sent out thousands of copies the legal boundaries by state book tens of thousands this year alone for sure mm-hmm. and um yeah no, notable is that we updated that book twice this year yeah. um, which generally is probably going to be a good annual kind of frequency you know we see a lot of laws go into effect at the beginning of the year you know kind of a january first thing and then we see a lot of states whose laws go into effect either in april or in july so it kind of makes sense to update that book about twice a year we, we of course update the laws as often as uh, is necessary uh, on our website and our mobile app and things like that. But yeah, the book itself, we did, we released two revisions this year, one in January and one in August. Yeah. And there'll probably be another one here uh, in the not too distant future. I mean, and, and how awesome is that, that we're able to produce this, this book that is in part summarizing laws for, you know, concealed carry and gun possession and, uh, you know, the where you can and can't, you know, do various things with that gun. Uh, all those laws for 50 different states, and we're able to publish that, print that, ship that, and update that multiple times in a single year. I think that's awesome because there's no other product like it out there on the market that is able to, with that level, with that kind of velocity, uh, get get that information updated and put out there. Indeed. Yep, a big deal. Pain in the butt, but it's a big deal. Yeah. Yep. Another win. Uh, how about new product and product lines? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so more than a year ago now, about, jeez, um, I don't know, mid-2019 at some point, we decided to really get aggressive and launch a medical line and brand, sub-brand. And uh, I was actually trying to figure out the dates on this stuff. And I, d- I did find an invoice. We ordered the first kind of group of stuff Here? in September of 2019. So, uh, but in February of this year, February, 2020, we launched Mountain Man Medical. So Mountain Man Medical is a, a sub brand of Concealed Carry Inc., concealedcarry.com. And that brand, uh, you know, is, is where we stock, sell, and, uh, you know, promote medical uh, preparedness and gear. And we're pretty excited about that brand. Uh, we'd, we'd made the decision to have a separate brand for a number of reasons, but that's been very successful for us. You know, since launching in February, now here we are 10, 11 months later, and it's become a, a, a substantial you know, part of, of our business. But more importantly, we've informed, educated, trained, and provided you know quality product to thousands of Americans that are now more prepared to deal with a medical emergency, which if we're all being honest, we all know it's significantly more likely to, than an emergency that warrants a firearm. So we're pretty stoked about that. And you know, we're—I think I'm mostly thrilled about how we did it because that brand has some really key tenants that we decided were going to be important to us when we launched it. Uh, those being that we don't reinvent the wheel, so we don't make our own products where where it's not you know doesn't make sense to do so. so we're not making our own tourniquets or hemostatics this or bandages like we don't you know we're just stocking all our kits are stocked with name brand proven tested components another tenant of that brand is will be the least expensive which by the way is kind of a tenant of all of our brands but we this is especially true with the medical side we have a price guarantee and that's the only place where we do that with anything that we do as a company. So if you can find a trauma kit with comparable name brand components that costs less, we'll match it. And, and so far in 2020, we've had zero people be able to bring us something we had to price match. So those are huge tenets of that brand. And we're pretty stoked about uh, how that's gone so far. Yeah, uh, that's so true. I mean, yes, be the least expensive, but I mean, Really, it's about delivering value, right? Like we're not trying to be the least expensive by bringing the cheapest product to the market. No. As far as like low, you know, low quality. Um, but to your point, you covered that. These are these are 
trauma kits that are from the top brands in the industry, like everything, every, all the names and companies that you know and trust to provide those necessary emergency medical trauma related products to, to really rely upon to save lives. Uh, you know, we're not importing counterfeit tourniquets. Uh, we're not doing anything like that. There's no games or shenanigans. It's just that, you know, we saw this opportunity looking at the market and there's great companies out there, by the way, this is not intended to go after anybody or, or, uh, say that there, you know, some of these other industry leaders aren't doing a good job is just that, Hey, you know what? We are in a unique position as a business. This is, this is literally how I thought of it, Jacob, is that, uh, and I know I expressed this to you, but you know, in some cases, some of these, uh, trauma kit and, and trauma medicine related companies that that's their business. And they have overhead, they have costs, they have expenses, just like every business does. But when that's their only thing, like, the numbers are going to be maybe a little different for, for them than it would be for us where we were simply able, we had everything in place to be able to, to, to launch this brand and just add it to this family of brands uh, that we already have. And in so doing, we're not like by itself, mountain man medical wouldn't be, um, at least for our business and with the overhead that we have, it wouldn't be self-sustaining. No, but it dovetails nicely with everything else we do. What that means is we can come in and bring it at a price point that is low, lower than our competitors, but still quality. Yeah. Because the competitors doing that and only that wouldn't have the margin to be able to pull it off. Exactly. Um, Correct. And, 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 you know, we also, the timing was right because we had recently hired at that time back in mid 2019, a former Navy corpsman and uh, EMT. And so we had the right person on, on team as well. Not, yep. you know, not someone just like Riley who's taken like infinite number of medical training classes and, and knows what he's doing, infinite. but someone who's a true proven yep. government yep. trained professional. So yep. Mountain yep. Man medical, huge, huge venture for us in 2020 and uh, extremely grateful. We did that. Yep. So launched that really kind of at the beginning of 2020 uh, to, dare I say, huge fanfare. I mean, it was very, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome to see the reception of that new brand and uh, our first trauma kits uh, because we, it, it, it exceeded our expectations in terms of how many people bought kits. Yeah, uh, it was, it was awesome. And what that kids, tells, how many nights were spent in March, you know, assembling med kits in my living room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but not only that, but we launched another brand mm-hmm. in 2020 and that one is ready up gear. So, and, and this was kind of something too, that for a while there, like we started adding some products on our, on our, in other parts of our business and on our site that it was like, hey, you know, it might make sense to um, to start putting some of this or or packaging some of these other products and 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 whatnot uh, into another brand, if you will, like a brand that kind of you know that, that brought them together in one place. So rather than having everything be under concealedcarry.com and brandedconcealedcarry.com. Uh, essentially what we did is we, we, we looked at some projects we had on in the works, some things we were doing or things that we wanted to do. And it was kind of like, well, let's take things like bags, for instance, like we came in fact, I've got one right here. Uh, you know, we got this laptop there, this messenger bag, right. Uh, and it's ready up gear product. Um, and, uh, you know, and that went out to all of our guardian nation members a couple months ago. Um, and, and so it was, it was things like that. We, we just had, we, we've are just, yeah, there's the ready up gear patch that that's brand new. Just got into the warehouse. Uh, we just received our first shipment of our own branded. It's the ready up gear laser dot trainer. These are the little laser cartridges you can use for dry fire, right? Put it in your chamber of your gun. I got one of those right there. Um, so you know, we got that, we got a lot of other stuff too in the works with ready up gear. Uh, and then this has all just been launched in the last couple months. Yeah, it was. This was a brand decision. 
where we ultimately made the decision that concealedcarry.com, you know, the industry trusts concealedcarry.com as a destination for information and is a place that is a reseller of other brands' products. And so yep. that that's how we decided we needed to maintain that brand. It needed to be a neutral place where we provide training and information and people can can shop for a various number of, of branded products without feeling like there's any conflict of interest. So Ready Up Gear is a new brand that we launched, you know, I don't know, in the last couple of months um, that really is meant to be the home of any new products that we're manufacturing and putting out there. And, uh, you know, that that's going to be a general rule of ours moving forward so that it can kind of be its own place for those projects. And, of course, Ready Up Gear products are for sale on concealedcarry.com along with all the other branded products from other, you know, notable companies in our industry that we sell there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just this week, this past Sunday is really kind of the start of it, but uh, was as of yesterday, we just officially launched the new Ready Up Gear Range Ruck backpack, uh, which is an awesome. And I would have mine, except that I don't. Uh, Jacob should have one. He's looking Not around. Not next to my desk right here. I'd have to oh. go around. But uh, uh, you know, this is an awesome. Uh, range backpack to you know that has a, a designated spot that's protected for you know up to four pistols and has all the little pockets and pouches and 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 everything that you would need to organize all the gear and equipment that you want to take to you take with you to the range. Uh, and and what it's done for me is enhanced my my experience going to the range. It's made that trip be more efficient. And like, that's awesome because I don't go to the range to waste time. I go there to, to practice and to get better. I mean, I know some of us go to the range too, to just have fun, but guess what? Fun's more maximized. If, if we're not wasting time looking for the stuff we want to have fun with. So mm-hmm. yeah. And the I, range rock backpack. I think the, the message that people need to understand there is that the products that we launched with ready up gear, like the range rock, are not just like generic things that we found in, you know, insert Asian country here and said, yeah, we'll sell that too, put our logo on it. Um, we had several iterations of that product coming to us from the manufacturer, us looking at it and saying, nope, change this, change that. We want this. Uh, and we'll probably continue to, uh, you know, to improve it basically because over time you get more ideas. But that's how those things go. Same thing with that messenger bag you held up, Riley. I, I mean, we went through a lot of variations and iterations of that bag to get it the way we, we have it now. And we're working on a product that we're hoping to launch in February that, uh, shoot, we've been working on for like seven months. Uh, it's a big pain in my neck, frankly. But, <laughs> but the point is, it's, it's uh, you know, these are not just, you know, white label products for, for the most part. We're looking at a product saying, how do we make this our own? How do we improve it if, if we think it's improvable? And, uh, and then, of course, running the business numbers on it and deciding to, to launch that product. Yeah, and... and- at least at this time, it's not about like completely reinventing uh, the market or like, it's not like we have any crazy, insane, awesome inventions that we, you know, that we're bringing to the market. It's, it's just about bringing quality products with massive value to you guys, our customers uh, at a price that's affordable. Like that's honestly like that's not, that's what drives what we do is, hey, what are some of the things that are going to help our people? And then how, now how can we bring that to them at a price that is awesome, <laughs> you know, and allows us to make some money, you know, as we're a business, obviously, you know. Yeah, um, no, that's our, so. that's our business model has been since day one, like go make an awesome product, but make it, um, you know, cheaper than the competition. Like mm-hmm. make our product as good, if not better, but go make it more affordable for the consumer. That's, that's kind of what we do with everything we do. Yep. Yeah, there'll be. Yep. I'm sure there'll be some products that we really feel are revolutionary and amazing. Uh, I, I have one in mind that I think could could fit that description. But yeah, we're we're all about bringing more value. Yeah. yeah. You know, in my early days, Jacob, of becoming a gun owner, becoming a concealed carrier, um, you know, becoming a, a, a better skilled shooter, all this, like there's so many lessons and that I've learned along the way, mostly because of mistakes I made along the way uh, that 
it's, you know, it's taken some time to get to where I am personally speaking. And, uh, and you're kind of like, well, now I'm just starting to really figure things out. And so a lot of what we do too is like, well, what can we help people with to make their own journey in concealed carry in gun ownership in gun carrying in self defense? Like, what can we do to, to make that better, make it easier, um, more comfortable, whatever, you know, like that, that, at least that's something that's a big driver for me personally speaking is I want to help people shortcut their growth and their, their journey and their, their learning, you know, uh, and avoid as many mistakes along the way as possible. Uh, so the mistake I made for the longest time is just grab stuff when I'm going to the range and throw it in a whatever bag I have available or in a box or whatever and just go to the range. And then I'm just a utter disaster trying to you know get stuff done because there's no organization, no real thought behind it. Uh, you know, great question here from uh, Brianna. Uh, you know, what are your must haves in your range bags? And Brian, I'm going to drop a link to, uh, for a video. We just, just literally sent out what, like a day or so ago. Um, that'll actually, it's a video of me literally showing you what's in my current range bag setup. Um, and, and I, that's what I take to the range with me because I've learned all the lessons of what to take them, maybe what not to take, you know, what do I really need? What do I don't need? And I've got that whittled down to a process and a system that works very well for me that all conveniently fits in the new Range Rock backpack. So that's awesome. So mm -hmm. yep, yep, yep. How about the new well, podcast? Yeah. So, yeah. In 20, 2020, we launched a new podcast to join our podcast network, which is now four shows. And so the new show the Off-Duty, On-Duty podcast is available in, everywhere where you can find a podcast, wherever you're listening to this one. I'm sure you can find Off-Duty, On-Duty, uh, hosted by Brian Eastridge. And pretty stoked about that show because that one was also a long time in the making, Frank, relatively. You know, it took a good year of us pushing back and refining the concept to get that, what we wanted it to be, and then launch it. So I really love that show because it's all about the law enforcement angle which is foreign to me. I mean, to you, Riley, less. But to me, mm -hmm. sometimes I hear things, I'm like, what? It's like, <laughs> and then you know, you hear them explain, and it's like, okay, I, I guess that makes sense from that perspective of a law enforcement officer. Um, and so that show does a really good job of providing both perspectives on, on various firearm-related topics. So, yeah, we launched that sucker. I don't know. They just published episode, like, 19 or 20, I think. So mm -hmm. uh, if you haven't already, checked, make sure you check out that podcast. You can find all of the all of the shows that make up our podcast network at podcasts, plural, dot concealedcarry.com. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, so we're so honored to have Brian Eastridge as part of the podcast uh, team and network now uh, together with Rob Beckman or the firearm trainers podcast. Uh, of course we got Amy and Emily with the not your average gun girls podcast been around for a while, although they've been on, on a bit of a hiatus since uh, well, since Amy took a break uh, to uh, you know, have a baby <laughs> and stuff. Uh, we don't have any uh, timeline on, on that. And that one, as far as uh, when it's coming back, but uh and of course, concealed carry podcast still, which is what we're doing right now, still chugging along. In fact, in 2020 alone, uh, we exceeded 1.3 million downloads of the podcast. Uh, Jacob, I remember the moment where we surpassed a million total downloads. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the fact that in a single year, we went well over a million downloads of the concealed, you know, this flagship podcast. The fact that people even still listen to us is a miracle in my mind, but uh, guys, thank you. And thank you for being here and for being a part of this, uh, you know, these 468 plus episodes. And we hope to continue to deliver on the content and helping people get better in whatever it is that, 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 that they want to do with their guns and with carrying those guns and with using those, those guns in defense. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And I think you're going to see us start to rehash a lot of topics because, you know, Riley and I's opinions, knowledge, awareness, and, and education about various topics has changed a lot since 2016. So we could probably go pick any episode we recorded, you know, three years ago 
and talk about yep. that topic again and, and bring them a, a lot of incremental value to the listener. So I think you'll, you'll hear a yep. lot of that happening. And that, that's a great point because, you know, I, I, I'm positive that if you, if you go back and, li- and listen to all the episodes, particularly a lot of the earlier episodes, there's probably stuff I said then that I would disagree with now. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, sure. and, and that's, that's okay. You know, because the fact of the matter is you, many of you have been, especially those of you that have been with us since, since the beginning, you've been along for the ride with us in our own journeys, me and Jacob and, and, and Matthew and others that have been a part of this uh, on the podcast side. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're all growing and getting better and smarter and more experienced and learning along the way what could be done better and learning, you know, things that we thought we knew we really didn't know. Um, that is one of my greatest passions in life is to never settle with where I currently am and with what I currently know, because to me being stagnant is, is not where we want. It's not where I want to be. I want to continually grow and improve and be better today than I was yesterday. And that keeps me moving forward. And you'll definitely witness that throughout the podcast. If you go through the entire history, you'll definitely, I mean, for, for almost five years ago now, really, I mean, I think in the end of January, beginning of February of 2021, will mark five years since we launched the podcast. At that time, I was carrying a hybrid holster, you know, at four o'clock, you know, inside waistband, uh, you know, the, and a gun that you don't even want to admit. Uh, I don't have a problem admitting it. I think at that time I was, well, okay. So first of all, <laughs> this is another thing. I had a, a stable of guns that I rotated through uh, to some, so to, you know, to some extent that I, I don't really do that now. Like I, it's pretty much one or two guns that are both very similar for me these days. Right. Like, so even that's changed. You know, one time I was like, well, what do I want to carry today? Well, I'll carry this one. But at that time, yeah, in that hybrid holster, which is the image on the on the artwork of the still is the image of the podcast, uh, it was a, a Springfield XDM compact pistol in forty five ACP. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I'll tell you, I shot that thing good, man. I I I can knock him dead with that with that gun and with that load. But um, you know, you learn things along the way, and and uh, uh, I I wouldn't go back to that. Yeah, because of because of my experience and with what I've learned and come to understand uh, since then, so um, yeah. Anyway, cool. Uh, I don't know that we'll launch any new any new podcasts in 2021, but you know we're thrilled to have the ones we have. And for those of you that supported us in these endeavors, and you know, go go catch the off duty on duty podcast. Yeah, it's it's got a law enforcement uh, uh, angle and focus. Uh, but the goal there is to bring kind of that non-law enforcement together with the law enforcement side of things and present those perspectives. Uh, and uh, I think it's a unique perspective. And Brian does a great job with that show. Indeed. So I, I think it's worth just briefly, not to toot our own horn, but we did support a handful of kind of uh, charity kind of work in 2020 that I just want to highlight before we, we move forward to talk about 2021. So um, because these are the things that make us happy and feel a little bit fulfilled. We, uh, you know, throughout the podcast, we uh, talked about a couple different GoFundMe campaigns specifically. I remember one for an officer, um, Mike something. Mike Mosher. Mike Mosher. Uh, yeah. yeah. O- o- Overland Park, Kansas, uh, yes. uh, Kansas City area. Uh, and killed in the line of duty. Uh, in a, I mean, the dude was technically off duty. Just he, he was going to work, I believe, uh, and uh, didn't have to, but saw a uh, crime in progress. Decided to respond, and unfortunately, in, in the pro, in in as in the course of that, uh, was shot and killed. Uh, he also responded with fire and killed the uh, perpetrator of that crime. Uh, but but unfortunately, uh. Mike was wounded in that process and, uh, uh, and, and lost his life. Um, and, and, you know, chose to support that cause, uh, him and his wife, Corinne Mosher, she's pretty well known in a lot of firearms uh, circles. 
Uh, competitive shooters, really good, humble, down to earth people. Uh, we share a lot of mutual friends. I, you know, met them in person, obviously as well. And uh, it's just such a, such a heartbreaking uh, story. Uh, had to support that absolutely. You know, another big one that, that we, you know, have just supported. Like this is recent, recent, recent. Uh, is uh, you know, we we were reached out to by uh, some friends uh, that. Uh, Actually, Jacob, you should probably really tell, but because uh, you're you were more intimate with intimately familiar with how this came to be. Uh, but uh, we have a little premature baby, Grayson, and his family uh, with some huge medical bills, and uh, yeah, we we decided we needed to jump it on board with that, and uh, we've raised thousands. We, we, I shouldn't say we've raised, but we've been able to play a part in raising uh, thousands of dollars for uh, their family over $22,000. In fact, yeah, yeah a little over 22,000. Yeah. The deal there was that um, Grayson, you know, he just had some challenges in the birth and had to be in the NICU for a while. And that gets expensive. And yeah. the family due to COVID related drama uh, found out after the fact that they did not have insurance. And so they got left stuck with a hundreds of thousands of dollars medical bill. So that, that was, that was fantastic. And, uh, you know, generation, the generosity of, of you guys, the people who are listening to this and watching this mm-hmm. that made that happen. You know, we just happened to have a platform that allows us to you know spread the message and, and tell people about it. Um, so that was, that was a huge success and we're grateful to the other partners who helped support that campaign as well. Um, we donate products. I mean, I'm not going to create a list here, but we donate products to a lot of various, uh, you know, raffles and, you know, charity, nonprofit, uh, fundraiser drives and events and things like that as well. Um, one other one that I'll mention just because I thought it was really cool is we were able to work with uh, a, a fundraiser operation in Texas to help supply medical gear to law enforcement officers, a total of 14 agencies, you know, sheriff's offices um, and, and police agencies were benefactors of that drive. It was it was organized by a man named uh, Doug Smith. You can see an interview with him on the Mount Mad Medical YouTube channel. But he raised a little over $11,000, and he was going to go pay retail prices for med kits. And so we contacted him and did a deal that we're uh, not able to disclose. But needless to say, he got a really good deal, and he was able to uh, help about more than twice as many officers as he expected with the money he raised. So we were pretty mm-hmm. thrilled to be able to, to participate and, and help him out in that way as well. So those are some of the, those are some of the, you know, feel, feel good, warm and fuzzy things that we were blessed to be able to participate in this year. Yeah. I mean, there's many law enforcement officers throughout America that uh, their departments just aren't able to provide those types of, you know, trauma kits and so forth. And so many of them will go out and buy it on their own dime. And, you know, what an awesome thing to be a part of to where we could facilitate and make it easier and more affordable to really help uh, stretch the dollar, so to speak, for this uh, nonprofit organization to put trauma kits in the hands of law enforcement professionals and, and other uh, 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 EMS professionals. It wasn't, some of those were going to fire departments too, weren't they? I think there were a couple. There were like smaller volunteer fire departments. I think there was only one or two of those, but primarily county sheriff's offices, uh, constables, and um, and then a couple of police stations as well. Pretty rural, smaller departments. Exactly, and that's exactly what you'd expect. Is where where it's most necessary, by the way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where where the where the people that are serving are the farthest away from EMT, farthest away from from a trauma center, from services. Yeah, yeah, but but the budget just doesn't allow them to have a a thirty dollar tourniquet. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that was, that was an awesome thing. And, uh, super excited to see, uh, their work continue to go forward. Uh, as I know they're, they're not, I think it kind of initially started as one thing and maybe like a, almost like a one-time deal, but, uh, I, I don't think he's done, uh, with that. So, <laughs> so that's super cool to see as well. Uh, man, you know, I would just say, I think we're kind of towards the bottom of some of the big highlights for the year, but I just want to say it's still such an honor and a privilege to be a part of concealedcarry.com, the concealed carry podcast, to be living my own personal dream and doing this, this job that I do. Uh, you, you as well, Jacob, at least I hope that you're satisfied with, uh, with your job. You better be. 
<laughs> well, they don't pay me enough, but uh, yeah, you know, today's been actually an emotional roller coaster day. If oh. I can like be really transparent for a second, we got some hate mail this morning uh, from some people because this new product we launched this week, this range backpack I mentioned, mm-hmm. was made in Asia, specifically in China, mm-hmm. and I think that. Generally speaking, a lot of our audience are very patriotic people, and so they try and buy American-made goods, and Riley and I do as well, to be very clear. But now more than ever, people are pretty emotional about things coming out of China Mm -hmm. um, for for political and pandemic-related reasons. And I I really had some emotional issues today, sitting here at my desk thinking, man, are we like feeding the, the enemy of the state? You know, like reading some of the hate mail we were getting, like, oh, my gosh. But I had to take a breath and remind myself that, first and foremost, that's not a product we could bring to market if we made it in the U.S. It just it would never happen. <laughs> it w- we would have to increase the cost to the customer by about 400%, and no one would buy it because all the competing products out there are way less expensive than that, and they're also made in Asia. Um and, and then I had to remind myself that sometimes we have to remember that it's about American jobs. You know, sometimes, yes, we do have to bring in some products from foreign countries and we have to do some of those things. But but we did employ four new people this year and that we are still advocating for the Second Amendment. And so you know, maybe it's not an ideal world and we can't do it the way we want to do it. But today has been a little bit emotional as I've had to remind myself that I still have two American flags on my wall here in my office and we are doing everything we can to do, to support what we believe in. So yeah, we'll keep on fighting that good fight. Yeah. No, dude. I appreciate you sharing that with us and, and that perspective because I'm in agreement and as far as that. I mean, that's such a, a great point that if we, so here's the thing when we come up with, uh, a new idea like, Hey, we want to launch X product. Uh, that's always well, a topic. I'll give a tease right now. We can talk about one right now. We're getting ready to roll out a flashlight. I think is pretty freaking cool. Oh, wow. We're, we're dropping that. Huh? Okay. So no details, so, but it's a flashlight. So, so we, that's true. And I've got one in my pocket right now. Um, we're going to launch a new flashlight, right? And, and or if it's a new bag or whatever, you know, like the Range Rock, it, it, it's one of those things. It's like, hey, uh, here's this idea. We'd like to do this. We see value in our, you know, we think our customers would love this product. How can we bring that to them? How can we deliver that to them at, at the at the biggest value for for our customers? Uh, that's this is always a, the topic of discussion. It's like, well, how can we do that? Where can we go to source that product, and how can we make this happen? Um, the reality is we'd love to deliver this range rug backpack and have it be, you know, sewn together by uh, a team of people here in the U S that makes or sews bags or whatever. Like that would be awesome. And our, many of our customers, many of you out there will say, yeah, made in America. Yeah. I only buy American, right? Like that's the way to go. But then if we came to you and said, look guys, Here's this awesome range ruck backpack. It is awesome. You're going to love this thing. Look, it's got four individualized slots for your handguns. It's got this pocket for this and that pocket for that thing there. What's the price? Oh, it's $329. A few of you would buy it. It's true. A few of you would buy it. You just love us that much. (laughs) But not enough of you, not enough of you would be able to buy it. And not enough of you would be able to afford a bag like that. Uh, at a lot, you know, we wouldn't be able to sell enough of them to recoup our costs and bringing that to market. Right. Uh, and, and in my experience, Jacob too, you know, people talk is cheap, right. And it's really easy. And it's a very common thing for people to say, how dare we support those communists? I'm only going to buy American, but in my experience, when the rubber really meets the road, that if, you know, even if you had a thousand people say, I will buy this expensive American made range backpack. If we got a thousand people to commit that verbally, right? We just got a verbal commitment. 
how many would actually follow through? Not Very that. few. Yeah, and and this is not meant to be a political conversation. Like I I think that if you're a person who says I'm not buying anything made in China, like I support you, that's fine. Like I think yep. that's great. That's a decision you're allowed to make. Just like we have to make business decisions about what we're going to do, and sometimes those decisions alienate certain people. I mean, right here behind me, I don't know if you guys can, you know, for those who are watching the video over my shoulder, you see a table with a soldering station where I personally sit here in my house on the weekends and make shot timers. So it's, it's not like we you know, love bringing crap in from Asia. It's simply we have to make business decisions about how to serve the two-way community. And sometimes people aren't going to agree with those decisions, but we have to do what we think is right. So mm-hmm. I, I opened a bit of a can there and I didn't need yep. to take us down a road, but it's been the emotional topic of the day. <laughs> uh, I understand brother. And uh, you know, and where we can, we make stuff in America. Uh, and we're proud of the fact that we are able to manufacture the Range Tech shot timer right here. Yes, we are. Though I'll add some of the components come from Asia. Because <laughs> that's the only place you can get those components. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But we, we do everything we can. All right. Yes, we do. So let's look forward to 2021. All right. So let's start with something really cool. Like big mm-hmm. deal, exciting stuff in 2021. Oh, oh hold on. I oh. have to build that up. Jacob oh. doesn't build. Guys. I don't do on. drum rolls. We have a huge announcement to make. Okay. Coming up in 2021. I promise you, you do not want to miss this. All right. Now it's built up a little bit. That was pretty good. <laughs> okay. Here's the deal. We're going to put on our first ever national event. We uh, are a company who traditionally visits the, the, and, and attends the major firearm training, uh, major events in the firearm industry. We, we attend SHOT Show and the interannual meetings, the USCCA Expo, which we're a media provider, um, and, and other shows we've attended in the past as well. But we saw an opportunity and a need and a gap in the industry uh, for a very specific type of event. So in 2021, we'll be putting on the first ever Guardian Conference. So the Guardian Conference, which will be September 17th, 18th, and 19th in Oklahoma City. So you can learn more about it at guardianconference.com. The name, for those of you who follow our brand and are familiar with our our company, you might infer from the name that it's only available to Guardian Nation members, and that's not the case. So we, we see it. We, we don't think of a guardian as a person who gives us money every month. We think of a guardian who, who meets certain criteria. And you can be a guardian without being a member of Guardian Nation. Being a member of Guardian Nation just gives you awesome benefits that make it easier to be a guardian. But the Guardian Conference is open to the public. Anyone can enroll. And there are opportunities to save money by enrolling earlier. So there's kind of there's some uh, an early bird pricing structure. So you probably want to sign up earlier than, than later. But it's going to be three days of firearm training, roughly – kind of sort of tentatively broken up into six different blocks uh, of training, though that that might, you know, kind of tweak a little bit as we get closer and determine, you know, what the product offerings are going to be. But you were, we're bringing in some of the best instructors in the country to come provide these blocks of training. I mean, where else can you go for the price that this event is being offered at and take a class from Larry Vickers and Matt Little and Chuck Haggard and Riley Bowman all in the same weekend? Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Uh, you know, breakfast and lunch are provided and the guardian nation members also have some VIP benefits and also save on uh, their ticket to the event. So the guardian conference, September, 2021 in Oklahoma city, Oklahoma guardianconference.com. I'm pumped. <laughs> I tell Riley this at least once a week. I say, Riley, I'm having a hard time getting anything else done. Cause all I want to do is work on that event. That's like 10 months from now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I am super excited about the 2021 first annual Guardian Conference. Uh, you're exactly right. We've got a a list of instructors lined up. Uh, definitely some names you'll know and recognize. There will be some names maybe you don't know and recognize, but I promise you everybody that will be there teaching is top-notch. Uh, you know, even our very own Brian Eastridge, the On Duty, Off Duty podcast, will be teaching Steve Moses fantastic instructor out of, out of Northern Texas, uh, Haney Mahmood, same thing. Uh, some of these guys with, uh, varied and very deep, uh, law enforcement and tactical backgrounds 
Andrew Branca will be there uh, teaching, giving awesome lectures on use of force, uh, uh, you know, law of self-defense. Uh, our own Brian McLaughlin of Mount Man Medical be putting on some seminars and some training sessions on medical related topics. Uh, Sam Middlebrook from Red Hawk Firearms Training and also associated with active self-protection and that whole team there. He's going to be instructing. He's a, <laughs> Jacob has his opinion about it, uh, about Sam and I mean, a very good, a very high opinion. Like you want to be with Sam Middlebrook associating with him and, uh, uh, like he's an awesome dude. That, that's it. Spencer keepers. I miss Spencer keepers. He he'll be teaching as well. Uh, and we're not totally done even locking down who all instructors are going to be, but these are the ones we have committed as of right now. So uh, three days of awesome tra- training in a, in a block style format where basically you, you'll be able to pick and choose the sessions, the things that you want to attend, the things that are uh, perhaps, the, you know, the best suited for you and your needs, your own indiv- individual or personal needs, and a lot of different training opportunities, a lot of different types of training. Once One place, Oklahoma City, be there, be square. Like, it's going to be awesome. Yep, and I would buy your ticket sooner than later because, as I said, the price will go up later in the year as yep. we kind of lock down the final list of instructors and the class schedule and all those kinds of things. So that's a big deal. Yep. Um, honestly, like that's about all I can think about too, Jacob. And, and as I'm thinking about what, what are we previewing in the year 2021? That's a, one of the only things I can really focus on and think about myself uh, as well. Uh, I, I know there's going to be more stuff coming from us. Well, I got one more. That this, I'll, this I'll be, oh, sorry. I, yes. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Also a big deal. Insert here. Previous buildup that Riley used earlier. So, in 2021, we're launching, the name may change, but for now, we're going to call it Guardian University. And Guardian University is going to be an online-based curriculum, training curriculum, to help people grow uh, as, as guardians, as people who are trained, willing, and prepared to defend themselves and others from violent threats. So we're pretty stoked about this. Um, it, it, it's going to be really cool because anybody can go, will be able to go to our website and see the curriculum of online video-based training courses. And, and by the way, we already have a bunch of online video courses. They're just not really organized into curriculum. They all live independently. So you can go take our complete home defense course or our fighting from cover course. And many of these have been around for many years. And many of you have already, uh, you know, taken these courses from us, but we're going to organize them in, in a little bit more of a defined curriculum. And we're going to be creating uh, achievements that you can earn on the website by completing the courses and by doing certain other activities and ranks that you can kind of rank up uh, as you complete that content. And it's going to be really, really exciting. And I think it's going to really give people direction and a sense of accomplishment and knowing kind of what to do next in their journey as they go through that content. Um, it's getting, it's really close to launching. I wish it was going to be ready on January 1st, but it's not. The other kind of cool aspect of that is members of Guardian Nation who are active members will get access to everything in that in that university, all of that content at no additional cost. It'll just be baked in. That doesn't mean it's exclusive to members. Non-members can still access it. You just have to pay for the for the access to each individual course uh, that makes up that curriculum. Whereas Guardian Nation members, the the, the cost of all those courses will be bi- built into the membership um, without any without any additional price increases. So we're, I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh, I think I'm the most excited about it on our team, and I think it's mm-hmm. it's it's pretty close to launching. Yeah, uh, I'm also very excited about it. That's right. Just not as excited about the training conference, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we're we're really putting also a lot of time, a lot of effort, effort and resources into uh, re reorganizing. Uh, you know, a lot of our video content and, uh, the big plan is in 2021, there is going to be more high quality video content coming your way. Much of it produced with guardian university or whatever we end up settling on calling it, uh, much of it being produced for that purpose. So. Yep. Yep. Okay, I think that's it. We mentioned we mentioned a flashlight, which I didn't know we were going to do that or not. 
We mentioned the conference. We've mentioned Guardian University. Um, I'll leave with saying that we have not shared all the things that are coming in 2021. There will be some other very substantial um, incremental benefit value-adding things that will be added to the Guardian Nation membership. Uh, so we're, we continue to make that a focus of our business. And and uh, if you're not already a member of Guardian Nation, I encourage you to check that out at guardiannation.com. Mm-hmm. All right. So, folks, you've got uh, uh, a task list of sorts. Uh, you're going to want to go to ccwsafe.com for checking them out because they are our sponsor today. By the way, they are also the presenting sponsor of the Guardian Conference. We failed to mention that. So, the Guardian Conference presented by CCW Safe. Okay. You want to go to guardianconference.com and learn more about this exclusive event. And I'll t- I promise you, like, if so, here's the Here's the thing, and this is one of my one of my hopes for people, Jacob, is that they look at the year 2021 and they think, okay, I only have so much in terms of resources, you know, so much money, so much time. I only have so much ammo. Because guys, we're all in the same boat in terms of the ammo shortage and how that's affecting us. It's changing all of our lives at this current time you know uh, my ability to practice and do what the things i want to do with a gun are hampered by my lack of being able to get and replenish my ammo supply um so you're looking at the year 2021 and if you're sitting there thinking i can i can attend one training event this year i can budget enough time enough money enough ammunition for one training event in 2021 then i hope that that one training event is for you the Guardian Conference because this will be the one thing you want to be there for. It'll be a buffet of training. Like in other words, if you're like, I could do one training course this year, well, that's great. Guys, go we're huge advocates for training. Go take whatever course or class or whatever you can in 2021. Right? But that's one event, one training course with a single instructor, right? Here we are putting together an event that I hope you'll you'll go. Hey, that is the one thing I can do this year, and I'm going to be able to get exposed to and attend courses with a variety of instructors. See all these different perspectives. These guys with different varying backgrounds and experiences uh, that that you're going to come away with tons of knowledge from this one three day event. All right, GuardianConference.com. And then, uh, as Jacob said, GuardianNation.com. You guys want to be a part of the tribe. I know it. So go sign up. Yeah. <laughs> the price tag, guys, on Guardian Conference, let me just tell you, for what it is, it is extremely economic. Uh, in fact, the, we, we shared the, the, the content, the website, the pricing with a couple of industry people earlier this week, and they were shocked at how little we're charging. So, yes, to Riley's point, Go get that done. Go order a thousand rounds of ammo. Set it aside for September, and we'll see you in Oklahoma City. Yes, sir. Well, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, review of the year 2020 for us here at ConcealedCarry.com and the Concealed Carry Podcast, and our preview of 2021. And we look forward to seeing what this this coming year brings and where we all are in the in the coming year. And I'm looking forward to. Uh, uh, many more podcast episodes, uh, many more opportunities for content creation, and hopefully also meeting many of you for the first time in person because we're going to see you at the Guardian Conference in Oklahoma in September. So it's going to be an awesome year. Uh, you know, hopefully COVID by that point is a distant memory, right? In our rearview mirror, vaccines, whatever you know it takes to to get over the hump with this uh, terrible uh, uh, disease um, and virus. But, uh, I'm, dude, I'm super excited for 2021. In two days here, it'll be, uh, the New Year, it'll be New Year's Day. So my final words would be Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy 2021. You're on mute, Jacob. <laughs> uh, I'm He's sitting there talking. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> I admitted myself because I was laughing at how much fun your children are having right now in the background. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't want anyone to hear me laughing. But uh, yes, Happy New Year. 
Think about your goals relative to being a shooter and a concealed carrier. Set some specific goals, and we would love it if part of achieving those goals is attending our event. Happy 2021. Peace out. <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to go play with my kids. So, guys, we're going to sign on out of here. Thank you so much for your support of the Concealed Carry Podcast. Hey, don't forget, if you want to reach us, you want to send questions our way, uh, want to get our, our take on something, whatever it is, want to share a video, a article, uh, whatever it is, hit us up, podcast at concealedcarry.com. Uh, we always do our best to respond to those questions that come in. And, uh, yeah, otherwise, Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Goodbye, 2020. And don't forget to train right, train often, and train safe so you can fight hard, fight fast, and fight true. Take care. Mm-hmm.